Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Take a Read. It is me, John O'Halloran. You can follow my social media at John O'Halloran15. That's my Instagram. You can follow my Twitter at underbar John, underbar O'Halloran. You can follow the uh, social media at Take the Lead at, at Take the Lead, our TTL pod on Instagram and Twitter. I believe that's it. Once again, who do you think we got with us? The GOAT. Mac Jones. Yeah, I got Mac Jones on my podcast with eight listeners. Uh, we got Ryan. Ryan, um, starting off with something I sucks to talk about. Uh, Demir's Thomas passes away at 33. Um, sad. Uh, he was found dead in his home. You said uh, it was from a seizure. Yes, that's what his family thinks. Uh, the Broncos selected him in the first he was round. Suffering from seizures for over a year now, and. This is why the NFL needs to offer health insurance to these players after they retire. Yep. Um. You tell me that playing in the NFL had nothing to do with that, getting hit in the head so many times. Probably. Uh, the Broncos sucked him in the first round, 2010 NFL draft, following the uh, that spring. After flashing his skills so his first years in Denver, including a game-winning 80-yard touchdown to beat the Steelers, which I remember that you, I, and Dad were at TJ Fridays, I believe, when that happened. Yep. Um, we were in the bar watching it. And you're like, Jim Tebow, it's Tebow time, it's Tebow time. And I'm like, they're going to lose. Tebow steps back, throws a two-yard dunk, and Tebow. So Um, that was probably one of the biggest touchdowns in player play of history. Probably one of the biggest touchdowns in Broncos history. I mean, I, I don't know I'm not a Broncos fan. Um, just, it just, it sucked. It really did. Um, now 33 years old and, uh, he's gone. Um, he played on, he played, he was on, uh, part of the Broncos two Super Bowl teams, the one that lost to the Seahawks, the one that beat the, um... Beat the Panthers? Yes. Uh, it's just... It sucks. It, it just... I was sad, man. I was shocked. You know, I saw him trending on Twitter, and I clicked on, I clicked, clicked on it when it was trending, and I said, maybe he's trying to come back into the league. And first tweet I saw was, rest in peace to Marius Thomas. He was on the Patriots for a hot minute, but... Preseason, right? And they cut him? Well, no, he played the first game with them, but then... They traded him. They traded him to the Jets. But they when they got rid of him, the spot that opened up for him was for Antonio Brown. And if if he stayed on the Patriots, they probably would have beat Tennessee that year in the playoffs. Who knows? Possibly. Um I tell you, if the Patriots kept Antonio Brown, they would have beat they would have played in the AFC Championship and possibly beat Kansas City. Yeah. I and think who so. knows? They, if they would have won the Super Bowl, who would have known? Brady probably would have retired then and never gone to Tampa Bay. Yep. Tampa Bay would be the crap hole. That should be. Um, Ryan, uh, Monday night's game. Patriots-Bills. Uh, Sean McDermott came out and said uh, his coaching decisions contributed to the... Uh, well... He pretty much came out and said, uh, what the hell is it? He was talking about uh, his coaching decisions in, uh, versus Bill Belichick's. Um, I'm trying to remember what 95 the sports upset about uh, the wind against their back in the uh, third quarter, whatever it was, in the second half. Yes. They, they should uh, give the Patriots the ball so that way the win would have been, uh, been against the Patriots. This is why Belichick is the way he is. <laughs> um, no, Patriots defense played absolutely well. Um, telling you, this defense is for real. Yeah, he had no answer for the Patriots run attack. Uh, the uh, letting the Patriots get four point eight yards uh, per carry. That's including negative rush by Janu Smith minus one and uh, bonus minus five. I have no idea who that is. Uh, without those rushes, uh. New England averaged 5.65 uh, yards per carry. Um, 
Damian Harris, no, 64 yards. I was watch, um, watching that game. I was hoping Josh... I needed Josh Allen to fucking do something. I need Dawson Knox to do something. Just to get me 20 points. And if they... If they did, I would have been in the playoffs to my... I would have had a chance to make the playoffs to my league, but I felt the 5-8. and eight, And they friggin' both me screwed him in your league as well against uh, our stepdad, Joe. Oh, Dawson Knox, how many times can the ball hit you in the hands? I mean, those are two great plays by... Uh, uh, <coughs> Phillips and... What was it? J.C. Jackson, the other one? There was two good... Um, yeah. Patriots going on when they win? In there on third and five. Hits for Harris. First down and breaks it is gone. Damian Harris threw everyone up the middle for the touchdown. I mean, 64 they had no answer for the run game. At, the Bills had no fucking answers for the run game. Oh, and you handed off 957 times. I mean, you got going to the third quarter, you got to be like, all right, we got to figure out how to stop this. You know, but they made it close. I think it was a final 14 to 10, something like that, or like 14 to 13, whatever it was. 14 to 10. 14 to 10. Yeah, it was 8 nothing because they went for 2. Yeah. Buffalo marched down and scored. Well, Buffalo's only touchdown was off a turnover. Yeah. It was uh, That's right, it was Nikhil Harry at the uh, kickoff. Yeah, he... Off the punt, whatever it was. Yeah, he hit his helmet. How is he still in the Patriots? He's a good blocker. He's basically did the Jalen Ruger of the Patriots. You know, the Patriots could have had DK. They could have had Debo Samuel. <coughs> they could have had AJ Brown. They could have had this guy. They could have had this guy. But and... really, because the Eagles could have had DK Metcalf and Justin Jefferson, if not one of them. But no, they drafted fucking JJ Sagar Whiteside and Jalen friggin' Ruger. They got Devontae Smith now, don't they? I'd rather have Justin Is Jefferson. That his name? I'd rather have Justin Jefferson or DK Metcalf. And anyone listening to this podcast, one of the seven listeners, would probably agree with me. Um, also, that's gonna turn into a stud. I hope so. Also, Smith's um, Smith. Thanks, Ryan. <laughs> also, a Denver current cost his teammate timeout and one final shot attempting a go ahead score when he challenged a spot of the ball in fourth and one. That was uh, stupid. Yep, sneak by the Patriots in late third quarter. That was. There was no video evidence that could overturn that call. Nope. Um. I thought they stopped them. <clears throat> they did. Uh, their second half uh, timeout came on a first in uh, goal at the New, uh, New England six yard line with eight eight left to play. Buffalo was unable to score despite uh, two uh, uh, took deep into New England territory, leaving itself with only uh, one timeout past a two minute warning. Uh, those immediately timeouts, especially a result of a challenge. Um, also, another field goal attempts. Uh, Tyler Bass. That's a tough field goal. Yeah. Especially in that wind. Ferguson, the snapper. And is no good. You make that 14 13. You get the ball back. That's a, that, that's a, that's a tough field goal. Yeah. Like, I don't know what people, what people, or what, it's a 34 yard, 33 yard field goal in the wind. You, you, you knew the game was going to be messed up. Yeah, they one went. of the first plays of the games when Mac Jones went to pitch it to um Lucas he was FaceTiming. When Mac Jones went to pitch it to uh Damien Harris. Mm-hmm. And Damien Harris goes to put his hands up like this because the ball and the wind takes it and it just goes down to the ground like this. Yeah. Nick Folk said that he was only comfortable kicking from 15, 10 yards in, in the wind. I would be. I mean, you kick him 50-plus yards, that ball's not that ball's not making it. Nope. Also, uh, Miles Bryant, never heard of him until that game. Made a huge play, turnover and downs. Uh, I think that was the last play of the game for the Bills. That penalty on him was the most softest penalty. Got to protect the quarterback. He was still in play in the air. I know. And all he did was put his hands on his shoulder pads. I know. It's it's the NFL. Even, it's even the, NFL. the announcers were saying that call was terrible. You got to protect a quarterback. Even the Manicast said that call was terrible. You got to protect a quarterback. 
if Peyton Manning's saying that that call shouldn't have been called against the Patriots, you know that there's something wrong. If Peyton Manning's yes. coming to defense of the New England Patriots, also whip his candy ass almost every time they play them. Well, I mean, except the last AFC Championship game. Sorry, um, Josh Allen also, like I said. The was, last AFC Championship game when Denver went on to win the Super Bowl. Yep. Where the Patriots had no receivers. No, not the, the oh, best. Hey. The best receiver on the Patriots was Julian Elman and Austin Colley. Here come the excuses. Here come the excuses. Brady got hit. Brady got sacked like 10 times that game. And Belichick, being the boss that he is, when they were walking, do you know how they walk into the locker room? Yeah. He fired the off front line coach right then and there. Jesus. Uh, Josh Allen also, I mean. The Patriots team should have never been in the AFC Championship no. game. Uh, the pa- uh, you're making me fuck up this whole podcast saying different Good. things. Uh, Josh Allen, you know, beginning of the season was one of the favorites to win MVP. And this game did not show at all. Uh uh, he attempted uh, 30 passes on the night and completed 15 of 45 in a score. Um, Throw it 45. He did have some good balls, though. Yes. Stephon Diggs should have been caught. They got the deep ball. Hit him right in the hands. That should have been caught. And there was some wind. Yep. The wind took it right out of the... Uh, took it right out of his hands. But Patriots go on, and the winning streak prevails. So with the Patriots now, with the Bills being now seven five, going into Tampa Bay tomorrow, are the are the Bills in trouble? Yes. You think so? Oh yeah. I think the Bills. I think they can. They had this three game. This three games thing with the Bills, which them a lot. They had New England, Tampa Bay, New England. Mhm. Patriots. They have a bye this week, and they play Saturday, which they don't have a full. They don't have a full bye week. Yeah. Which is, of course, the NFL is going to... The NFL always does something stupid. I like Saturday games, though. I, I like Saturday. You get Saturday games Why do you give both teams... Both teams have a bye. Both teams have a bye this week. Yes. So, is it fair that every team, except for the Colts and Patriots... Get a full buy, and those two teams don't. No. The Patriots played Monday. Yeah, but then they'll have. Then they have Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. The Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. That's enough time. No, but I'm saying a buy should be a full week. Yeah. I get what you're saying. <clears throat> it should be a full week. Same thing with the Colts. I like Saturday. I like Saturday games though. Yeah, but they have to make it at eight thirty. I thought they were at four o'clock. I think they're no, at four. No, the Patriots at eight thirty on Saturday. Oh, they are. Be half asleep by the time that game starts. Drink some coffee. I hate coffee. <laughs> so the uh, after uh, Monday <coughs> nights when uh, the Super Bowl odds released, um, obviously number one, uh, the Bucks right now current cards are plus five twenty five. Kansas City's plus six fifty. Uh, Green Bay's plus seven fifty. Patriots are plus eight hundred. Arizona plus eight hundred, Buffalo's plus one thousand, uh, Bills plus uh, Cowboys. I mean plus twelve hundred, Rams plus thirteen hundred, Ravens plus fifteen hundred, and the Eagles plus uh, two twenty. I'm just kidding. The Titans plus two twenty. Or plus. No, I'm still. This two hundred. This possibly could be the worst thing for Mac Jones. How good that the Patriots are playing. Because now this is your rookie season, everyone's gonna expect this. Mm-hmm. You know, and he does have his rookie moments, and he does not. You know, a lot of people going in that game after the game said, "Oh, Belichick doesn't trust Mac Jones. Belichick doesn't trust." Why? Because he threw the ball three times in the wind. Yeah. I would do the same thing. That wind, you if you guys saw the game, that the wind was crazy. Mm-hmm. That's why Belichick is. Th- th- this, I still think it's funny. Through the ball, <laughs> times and they still win. I I really hope that everything aligns for Mac Jones. Yeah, and you see, I know everyone wants it. 
Tom Brady versus Bill Bill. You know, the NFL wants that. Yes. You know how many people would tune in and watch that Super Bowl? I don't I mean, no matter what Super Bowl, I always watch the Super Bowl. But I would definitely pay attention to that you, one. No, you wouldn't. Yes, I would. I, I always watch the Super Bowl. Actually, no, you... If The two okay, Super Bowls yeah. I had, didn't watch was probably the 2006 Colts and Bears because that Super Bowl was boring as hell. And probably is another one I didn't watch recently. I can't remember. It was just a few years ago. It was the Patriots and Rams probably that you didn't watch it. Yeah, because that one's fucking boring. I like defense. That was a good game. I'm not. I don't. I hate the fifty-two to forty games. It was the Steelers, Steelers and Seahawks. I don't watch that one. Steelers and Seahawks. Two thousand five. No. Four or five season. So the only two Super Bowls I didn't pay attention to. Ever since then, I've watched every Super Bowl. But you wouldn't pay attention. It's the, the fucking Super, Super Bowl. Why would I no, not listen, watch it? Listen. I'm well, because the Patriots and Tom no. Brady. No, I said you said that. Oh, I always watch the Super Bowl. You wouldn't watch the Super Bowl if the. Cowboys and the Jets were in it. Who the fuck would watch that? Me, it's the Super Bowl. Who do you cheer for? None of them. Because the Super Bowl would never happen. Or the Lions and the Texans. The Super Bowl's never going to happen either, unless it's Madden. Um, you want to watch it? Yes, I watch the Super Bowl. <laughs> Jared Goff with 600 yards <laughs> and 8 touchdowns. Uh, Tom Brady might break the uh, one NFL record uh, Peyton Manning once said was unbreakable. Um, that we're talking about is uh, the most touchdowns by a quarterback and receiver due in NFL history. The uh, record is currently by Manning and Marvin Harrison who connected for 114 touchdowns during the time to go to Annapolis. That included 112 scores in the regular season, two in the postseason. Um, when Manning had his retirement conference in March 16, he was asked if he thought if any records would stand uh, to the test test of time. Uh, his record with Marverson, uh, with Iris Marvin Harrison, he says, I think records may be broken. Most of my records will be broken. I don't believe that record, uh, that record me and Harrison have uh, for throwing the most touchdowns will be broken, uh, he said at the time. After breaking a dozen records in his career, uh, Brady is now uh, within shooting distance of Manning's unbreakable record. If he pulls it, He'll uh, obviously be doing it within uh, with Gronk. With two touchdowns passes to Gronk week thirteen, the Bucks teammates, the Bucks, <laughs> yeah, almost said Patriots. Yeah, the Bucks teammates. Yeah. Almost said Patriots are now uh, combined a total of one hundred four touchdowns, ninety in the regular season, fourteen the postseason. So. So how many do they have? They have ninety in the record. The, for the record for the regular season was one hundred and twelve. Mm-hmm. Postseason was. F- um, they had two touchdowns. They could beat that by next season. Yeah, definitely next season, not this season. It's impossible. It's week 14 right now. There's four more weeks That's up in the season. Yeah. So he gets two touchdowns. So or maybe he... the season after. If he ever just two touchdowns a game. They're definitely going to beat it. Um, or three or four. Maybe he gets five touchdowns this week. You don't know. That's true, too. <clears throat> That would happen because um, so I'm playing who am I playing on our league? Beth. And she has Tom Brady and Gronk. They're probably get Tom Brady's gonna throw like six touchdowns old Gronk. Um didn't they just last year in the Super Bowl they uh passed uh Jerry Rice and uh, Joe Montana for the most touchdowns and uh Playoff history last year, or whatever it was. I think so, probably. So, not yeah. They can't do it this year. I mean, there's not. No, there's no. They're, they're there's not no way. This year. There's f- absolutely no but way. He still has to get t- if he gets t- a touchdown a game, or two touchdowns a game. They have to ninety. So they have to throw fourteen. Tom Brady have to throw fourteen touchdowns to, to Gronk in the next three weeks. That only happens in Madden. Ain't no way it's happening now. And if it happens, if it happens, God, you fucking this year. I will give one of our listeners an Amazon gift card, hundred dollars, and they're not gonna know because they don't listen this far. You should up it. A hundred? No, I get anything. Up it. I got a Christmas shop. Five hundred. No way. Um, if you're so confident that no one listens to this, people do $500. listen. dollars. People do listen to it, but they'll oh, probably thousand. They'll do it in the next two years. 
Now will it be with the Bucks or will it be with the Patriots? No, 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 With the team you're wearing. Yeah, okay. Um, ben Roethlisberger accepts this uh, to be his final season with the Steelers. Um, it's highly unlikely that Roethlisberger would continue his career with another team. One source told Adam Scheffler, leaving his retirement, um, he spent 18 years with the Steelers. <coughs> He's been in the league for 18 years. That's crazy. And owns a franchise record for touchdowns, passes, uh, touchdown passes, passing yards, wins among quarterbacks. He's won two Super Bowl championships, earned six Pro Bowl selections, and what likely be a Hall of Fame career. Uh, he's 39. He's going to be a free agent at the end of the year if he decides to play. Um, right now, the Steelers, this article came out seven days. So they're right now, they're, I don't know if this is updated. Oh, five. So they're five. Five, six, and one. Six, six, and one. They're six, six, and one. They lost Thursday, right? Yeah, they lost. Steelers record. The Steelers are six, six, and one right now. That's third place. So six, they six, won. Did they win Thursday? No, they, they lost. lost. They lost because Chase Claypool celebrated like a fucking idiot. Okay. So they're six, six, and one. So you have so. It's too bad the seasons. Steelers. The Steelers tied. The Steelers tied, tied the, the Lions. Lions. Yes, the Lions beat the Vikings, and the friggin' Steelers. And the Vikings hurt. beat the Steelers. Wow, that's embarrassing. Therefore, the Steelers are the worst team in the NFL. Where do you have? Obviously, it's Ben Roethlisberger. Ben Roethlisberger is going to be a Hall of Famer. At one point, he was probably top five quarterback, maybe top three. Um, where do you have him? Yeah, he was top three. You had him, Brady, and Manning in that league. And you had Drew Brees before he Where, had that you, nasty shoulder injury. Do you have Ben Roethlisberger in your top 10 quarterbacks of all time? No. No? <clears throat> top 15. And that's being generous. I mean, he, he was a good quarterback at one point. Maybe. No, I don't think so. Really? I mean, I've got to have him top 15. Also, players well, like No Payton... Brady, Joe Montana, Steve Young is in front of him. Drew Brees. I mean, I put Evan Rogers probably in front of Brett him. Favre. Brett Favre. Brett Favre. Johnny Unitas. Donovan McNabb. <laughs> Roger Staubach. Dan Montana. Dan Montana? I mean, Dan Marino. Did I do George Sporner or something? <laughs> what the heck? The hell was in my eggs? Um, so you don't have him. So top 15. Yeah, I could place him in the top 15. Because top 10. Terry Bradshaw. Yeah, but uh, top 10 probably no Brady for me. Joe Montana. No Peyton Manning. I don't know. Drew Brees maybe. Maybe at four Drew Brees. Maybe. I mean, Drew Brees was good, Ryan. Drew Brees was very good. You could put Kyle Murray up here, too. So you don't think Drew Brees is a top five quarterback of all time? Brady? Peyton? Dan Marino? Dan Marino over Joe Montana? With Joe Montana. Dan Marino. <laughs> okay um, the Pacers now we're going to jump over to basketball the Pacers are obviously uh, looking to rebuild um, they're looking to move uh, Sabonis, uh, Miles Turner and Chris uh, Levert get them all who the Celtics yep blow it up so I want the Celtics to get one of them I want, oh. I want Miles Turner um no, the 25... Do a 32-team trade. What the fuck? Uh, Sam Bonus was named to an all-star uh, each of the last two seasons. Uh, this year, this um, he's pulling up close to 18 points, 12 rebounds, and 4 assists, and about 34 points per game. He's in a uh, two-of-four-year two contract that pays him $18.5 million. So you can cross him off the Celtics. I don't think the Celtics have enough money to be able to afford him. You have um, to trade it. Al Horford. Uh... 
Miles Turner this year is one of the, uh, has been one of the best defensive uh, force members of the Pacers front court. Uh, he's averaging 12.6 points, 7.5 rebounds, and uh, league leading 2.8 blocks in 29 minutes per play. Uh, he'll earn about 17.5 uh, million both the next this year and um, next year. I've been hitting for free agency. I want Miles Turner. I wanted him last year uh, before the season started because there was rumors that the Celtics were trying to go after him to get him, but didn't happen. Always been want to give up Marcus Smart. I always been a fan of Miles Turner. I liked him in college. I like him now. I think he'd be a what college you go to? I went to Texas. I would love. I, I'd get Al Horford out of here. He's fucking eight, eighty-six years old. You can get a guy who's twenty-five or a guy who's eighty-six you years old. You need to get out of here. Who? Marcus Smart. Everyone. Just blow it back up. No one. Everyone is tradable on that team. I would not. I'd be open to trade Tatum, Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart, Al Horford. Dennis Schroeder, mm-hmm. Amy Odoka, Brad Stevens, everybody. <laughs> Everybody's open for a trade. Uh, Chris Lever is averaging 18.8 points, 4.2 assists, and uh, 4 rebounds, 3 rebounds per game. Um, missed uh, most of the season last year due to uh, just uh, moved to a, uh, they removed a cancerous tumor in his left kidney. Um, he's in second year of a three-year contract. Uh that's about $52.5 million, so you can cross them off the Celtics. What they need to do is they need to call Trailblazers. So Trailblazers, this is what's going to happen. Trailblazers just fired their GM. So they're probably about to blow it up, too. Where's Danny Ainge live now? Where's he in Portland? He's around there. Utah or I thought he's still. I thought he was still with the Celtics. I thought he was just had a different Ainge. role. No, he retired. He's done. Okay. <clears throat> they're going to hire him as a GM. Brad Stevens. Danny hired Brad Stevens. So you think Danny? Do you think Brad Stevens is going to jump ship and go to Portland? No. Damian Lillard to the Celtics. Blow it up. They could. Jalen Jalen Brown, Robert Williams, Marcus Smart. I like Robert Williams though. You like Robert Williams. I do. I think Robert Williams is a great player. When healthy, he when, when he can much. play, when he can play, he's a great player. He gets hurt too much. I don't think the Celtics can get Damian Lillard. The Celtics are just like the Red Sox. When they're big free agent in baseball, the Red Sox are interested in this guy. When someone's on the tram block, Celtics are interested in this guy. What do the Red Sox end up doing? Signing a catcher that bats friggin' 0.94. What do the Celtics do? Signing a guy that averages 2.5 points per game. The Celtics are not going to get Damian Lillard. And if the Celtics should get Damian Lillard, I will give someone a a five thousand dollar Amazon gift card. You don't even have five thousand. Uh, yes, I do. Um, also, uh, Malcolm you can't even count uh, up to five thousand. You're like a new bitch. Uh, <laughs> point guard Malcolm Brogdon just signed an extension through the twenty twenty through the twenty 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 five season, so they they can't trade him until after this season. Uh, T.J. Warren has reported from Indiana that he wishes to remain with the team. Um, the Pacers' uh, origination has been marked steady. Uh, obviously, have been a pretty shitty team the last few years. Um, they made five sheriff appearances from 2016 to 2020 and failed to advance the past the first round each time. Um, the same, I've never known the Pacers won an uh, NBA championship. They haven't won the title since 73 when it played, uh, oh, in the, in the ABA. Um, the only finals appearance was against the Lakers in 2000. Um, out of these three guys, who do you want? If the Celtics could go get one of them. It's a bonus. It's a bonus? Yep. This is going to be fun. Where did, three of these, where, where did you see these three guys landing, if it does happen? I could possibly see Miles Turner maybe going to L.A. to the Lakers. Because Chris Anthony Davis missed time again yesterday. Missed a game yesterday due to a, a knee injury, I believe it was. See a Miles turn going to the Brooklyn Nets. Brooklyn Nets. Yep. Um. So Sabonis, you take. I would take Sabonis. Um. Chris Levert. Uh. Or Charles Levert, whatever his name is. That's tough to say for him. Um. Phoenix Suns. Phoenix Suns. Okay, we absolutely sucked at guessing this. Um. 
I know how you feel about this. Um, NBA teams must uh, NBA teams must list unvaccinated players before I uh, Canada uh, border rules change. Unvaccinated players, uh, about three percent of the NBA teams, more than five hundred athletes are unable to play in road games against the Toronto uh, Raptors. Will be subject to di- uh, discipline, including fine suspensions. Um, the new border rules will uh, affect bar unvaccinated NBA players from um, competing without uh, within Canada. However, many of the uh, most prominent vaccine holders among the NBA uh, were already unlikely to play there after June 15th due to either the team schedules or um, health factors. Because he's unable to participate in games in his home market, Brooklyn Nets, Kyrie Irving has been sidelined since the start of the season, obviously with no time uh, in sight, he obviously can't play. While the Denver Nuggets are set to play Toronto in February, Ford Michael Porter Jr. is out actually the rest of the season. Um, Boston Warriors Bradley Bale already uh, played both of their games in Toronto this season, so the team won't have to travel uh, nationally again until a uh, potential playoff matchup. Um, Dallas Mavericks Trey Burke, who's uh, registered as a DMP coach's decision in Toronto. Uh, Jonathan Isaac is still rehabbing from an injury, but the team's second and final road game in Toronto this season is scheduled before the new border rule. Um, the league's uh, vaccination status suggests that around 15 players remain unvaccinated. Um, additionally, unvaccinated international players uh, who are working in the U.S. are on a temporary P1A uh, athlete visa will be able to re-enter the country when they should leave, uh, according to Adrian Rowski. Uh, that would, for instance, apply uh, to a player who left the U.S. during the All-Star break. Uh, this is pretty big. This is very big. Though for, let's say, I mean, I know who, like, against some of my business who's vaccinated, who's not vaccinated, you can do what you want to do. Um, no, like, Bradley Beal, it sounds like he's not vaccinated. I already played both the games in Toronto this season, so he's good. So, um, if they have a potential playoff matchup, the Wizards in uh, Toronto, Brother Beale can't go and play because it sounds like he's not vaccinated. And that sucks. And I understand what they're trying to do. They're trying to keep people safe from this thing. Um, I mean, how, how do you feel about that? I already know how you feel. You're going to say something fucking. I have no comment. I mean, I, I understand what they're I'm trying to do. My mouth shut. I saw that and I was like, I wonder if he has to say what. Um, it's just crazy. We know what this world is coming to. All I have to say is if the stupid jab works. If it works. Why do you still get it? And you can, oh, you know, it's your own vaccinated. No. Once you get it, the jab, it's. Uh, Stephen McCollum claps the lung. Uh, he has a, I'm not even trying that word. A, I, yep, not trying that word. And his right lung being further evaluated. Uh, as a result, the eight-year pro didn't travel with the club. Uh, he suffered the injury on his ribs December 4th against the Celtics. The team potentially listed him as probable for Monday's contest against the uh, Los Angeles Clippers before eventually ruling him out. Uh, he's averaging 20.6 points per game this season, his lowest since 2004-2015. So CJ McCollum will be out for a mid amount of time. And this also leads to me uh, bringing this up. Um, Damon Lillard wants to play with uh, Simmons, Ben Simmons, but Blazers uh, already told the 76ers that Damon Lillard is uh, untouchable in the trade between those two teams. Um why just not? Oh, I'm an idiot. Why just not release Ben Simmons and Ben Simmons can sign with the Trailblazers? Because he wants something for him. Okay, you're gonna get a bag of chips for him. They want something for him. They drafted him what number one overall? Was he number one? I thought no. I think I think when uh, Marquise Fultz, then I think when Ben Simmons, then I think it went Jalen Brown, if I'm not mistaken. Marquise Fultz. He got drafted by the 76ers. I'm trying to think what I think it went uh, I think it went Ben Simmons, Lonzo Ball, then uh Jason Tatum. I think yeah, that's what it went. 
Hit the thing. What thing? Ask your... When was Ben Simmons drafted? The Philadelphia 76ers drafted Ben Simmons with the first pick of the right. first round wow. in the 2016. Jeez. It's been in the league that long. I told you he was the number one pick. Then what, Lonzo? Um, he's a three-time All-Star. Uh, last year's Defensive Player of the Year, runner-up. Uh, he's not played this season. Uh, he did inform obviously we brought this up numerous times of the 76ers about the desire to leave the tr uh, leave the team during the trade. Um, right now the Blazers sit 10th in the Western Conference at well this article came out five days ago so Blazers record. Here are the standings for the Western Conference of the NBA from the current season. So since then the Blazers are in two game losing streak they're 11 and 15 and are closer to the. Uh, Pelicans, who are now eight and twenty, um, Sixers are were twelve and eleven at this time. Of this article, um, would you really call? I, I would, if he goes there, I, I wouldn't really call it a super team with CJ McCollum being out because you only really no, have. Get the trade. Yeah, so you, you wouldn't really have a super team. You have to trade CJ McCollum to get Ben Simmons. Yeah, or uh, so pick one, or their center. And I don't think the McCollum Leonard is not working out too well. So what I'm thinking also not this season with um, season McCollum not being out. Just blow it up, like the Celtics need to do. You really think the Celtics need to blow it up? They need to. Yeah. They're terrible. They got their ass hit yesterday. I mean, they play the Suns. Heaven forbid, but they're terrible. They need to trade Tatum or Brown. Pick one. Brown. So you pick Brown over Tatum, you'll trade Tatum? Oh, that's saying who to trade. To be honest, Jason Tatum. You're going to get more for Jason Tatum. Because right now, Market, uh, Jalen Brown has been, what, injured most of the season so far? I mean, how many games has he played in? Not a lot. So I would trade Jason Tatum. You're going to get a lot for Jason Tatum. You need to trade one of them. You get to start playing a bunch of draft picks. You need to trade one of them and throw Marcus Smart in there. Because to be honest, I don't think Jason Tatum or Jalen Brown want to be here. No. no. No one wants to play for the Celtics, dude. They're all, they all say, oh, Boston's a racist town. Then you have the snow. you got the cold weather. No one's going to want to play for the Celtics. Because of that one incident of that stupid fan. Throwing the ball at like Kyrie. Oh, that's right. I mean, maybe that, but also lost has to do with is. People want to play for, I mean, Celtics are a big market team, but they want to play for bigger market teams. Like, the pe people want to play in L.A. People want to play in Miami. People want to play yeah, in... want to play in Boston. People want to play in... I'm trying to think where else. Maybe, maybe L.A. and just Miami. Yeah, they... Why would that's you where the attractions. That's where the... You know, that's where the clubs are. That's where the money comes in or whatnot. They should go play. They should... Oh, they just don't like Boston. No. Boston doesn't appeal to them. It's unfortunate. It is or it now is. Brooklyn now, with Brooklyn doing what they have there. Because now you see all these guys going to say, I either want to play for Brooklyn, I want to play for uh, the Lakers, I want to play for the Clippers, I want to play for the Suns, I want to play for the Bucks. because it's, it's their easiest way to win a championship. They have to put in less work. What the hell is that? This podcast is all over the place. Uh, Ryan, there's one sport we don't really talk about because I really cannot find any, anything for it. Uh, hockey news. Jake uh, DeBrusque. Huh? Oh, he asked for a trade? Yeah, but that was like weeks ago. He just got traded. He did? Yeah, like five minutes ago. Okay. The Red Mm-hmm. Uh, Flyers are probably fire head coach uh, Alan Vergadol. Um, at this time, it was out of him on your birthday with an eight-game losing streak. Um, according to the Athletics, uh, Charlie O'Connor, assistant coach Mike uh, Yo, will uh, serve as the team's um, in interim head coach. The Flyers' most recent loss came Sunday when they fell seven to one to the Lightning. Uh, Verdot was hired back in 2019 as a Flyers part way with Dave uh, Axtell. Overall, the team has played well under him as a head coach. I put together 74, 24, 19 record in three seasons. Um, 
The Flyers are currently seventh place in the uh, 18 Metropolitan Division with the 8-10-4 record, 20 points. Um, NHL standings. Here are the standings for the NHL from the current season. So they fired this guy, the 9-12. and 12. So they're really not much better without him. Um, he led the Flyers to a 41-21 uh, seven record during the 2019-20 season in the franchise record. Then uh, the franchise finished second in the Muppet Division after, uh, obviously, when the uh, COVID outbreak happened, season got canceled and opened it back in the bubble. The Flyers defeated the Canadians in six games of the first round before losing to the Islanders in seven games of the second round. Uh, meanwhile, the coaches uh, report internal <coughs> placement. Yo does have NHL head coaching experience. He has a, a record of uh, 216, 185, and 55. He spent uh, times as a Coach for the Minnesota Wild, St. Louis Blues. Most recently, Yo served as a Blues um, head coach from 2016 to 2019. So, um, who was that? Mike Yo. So this guy uh, led the Blues to skin the cup in 2019 because he beat the Bruins in seven games. Is he the coach for the Blues then? I don't think he was. Said 2016-2019. I thought they fired. I thought the Blues. I thought the Blues fired him midway through the season. They did, and then they had another coach. Tell me, he wasn't. Yes, he was fired. The first nineteen games, they were seven and nine. Yeah. Then who they put as a, their coach? That's probably their coach now. Um. Greg Berube. Yeah, it's our coach now. All right. Also, that's not the only fire that happened in the NHL. Um, Canucks are clean house. They fired GM Jim Benning and head coach Travis Green and others. Uh, Bruce Boudreau was back. Bruce Boudreau, the former great Manchester Monarch coach. Can you coach the Monarchs? Look it up. Really? I thought he I thought he coached uh Nope, he coached the Manchester Monarchs. Alright, let's see this. If you guys don't know uh who the Manchester Monarchs are, uh Manchester Monarchs are an AHL affiliate hockey team of the Los Angeles Kings here in Manchester, New Hampshire. In the last season they won the call the cup. And then they left because there was five fans. Just like the WNBA. <laughs> I think there'll be maybe more fans than that. I don't see Manchester Monarchs anywhere. Bruce Boudreau coached the Monarchs. No, we didn't. Yes, he did. No, we didn't. Oh, my gosh. Well, I'm looking at right now. We did not coach the Monarchs. Okay. The only NHL teams was the Nubris Hawks. Springfield Indians. Is this a fucking player? Wait, that says a player. I'm an idiot. I thought that was his coaching career. Um, I don't see Monarchs anywhere. Um, oh wow, yep. Was the uh, so his coaching career the uh, Muskin Furry, Fort Wayne Comets, Minnesota Seawolves, Lockwell Monsters. All right, Mitch Marks and the Hershey. I remember him coaching the Hershey Bears. <laughs> I don't know what he did with the Monarchs. I don't remember. What year did they say he coached them? Look it up. It's probably the same year when they put the AHL teams in the NHL. 2001-2005. Yeah, that's when they had... I think they were decent. I don't remember. Ryan's getting a phone call live on air. Oh. 
Okay. All right. I'm not uh, Sam's home. I'm not home right now. I'll be there in a few. I haven't seen a bit. That's the first time, folks, that we ever had a phone call answered online on air. Breaking news. Um, Gary Bettman uh, shuts down the recreation rooms of the Coyotes. He said Coyotes aren't going anywhere. So the Coyotes aren't going anywhere. Bettman said following the Board of Governments meeting. Um, the city of Glendale announced in August that they'll opt out of its release agreement of the uh, Rail River Arena after the season. Which means that Coyotes, uh, the Coyotes need to find a new uh, home building. I was just reported that the city of Glendale was planning to lock the Coyotes up to their arena December 20th through to a $1.3 million unpaid, an unpaid state and city tax. On Thursday, the club said it settled its debit. Uh, Bettman uh, agreed Friday that the Glendale has it out for the Coyotes. Um... He said there's no issues with the Arizona Coyotes, Batman said, according to TSN's Rick uh, Wood said. It's clear that the uh, city of Glendale has either an agenda or its edge where they are dealing with the Coyotes. Um, I think it's just obvious that people in Arizona don't care about hockey. Why would you? I mean, they care about the Coyotes, they care about the Cardinals and care about the uh, Diamondbacks. And... Diamondbacks, no, they're not that good. The Suns, you got the... Cardinals. And I mean, the yeah, obviously, Diamondbacks not good, but I think I'm just talking about what people care about more. If you'd rank the sports in Arizona as a whole, I'd probably go right now the Suns, probably um, Cardinals, Diamondbacks, Coyotes. No one in Arizona cares about the Coyotes. No. Watch their games. They're fucking it's empty. Yep. I can go there and drop a pen. You'd hear it. Um, but it'd be kind of funny if they did get shut down, though. <laughs> Got locked down in the arena. I don't know, but if there's one sports team in any league that you can take back, like bring back, bring back, Atlanta Thrashers because I love their logo. Atlanta Thrashers, Montreal Expos. Oh, Seattle SuperSonics. Oh yeah, they're they were going to bring back. Yeah, I mean, Thrashers, Supersonics, Expos. Who else? I'm trying to think. The Harford Whalers. I think this house is haunted. <laughs> <laughs> so, Ryan, uh, I said it earlier, just at the Celtics, Red Sox are always interested in somebody. Uh, they have interest in Trevor Story. Um, one one year deal, prove it. That's what he said. That's what he wants now. I would love him in Finway. Um, <coughs> powerful right hander. Uh, whether he'd fit in shortstop in Boston or another way, story. Uh, another way, the Red Sox are already having obviously all star shortstop and Xander Bogarts, meaning one of them would likely have to slide over to second base if he came Good around. Story. Uh, story's coming off a down year at the Rockies. He posted a point. 801 uh, OPS with 24 home runs, 142 games. He's been consistent 3-30 threat over the course of his career, winning a uh, pair of silver sluggers, earning an all-star berth in six big league campaigns, uh, including Boston. There are at least uh, three other teams seriously involved on this uh, story. Uh, the Seahawks were... Uh, Seahawks. Jesus Christ, there's fucking something wrong with me today. The, <laughs> the Mariners were said to be showing interest in him as third base before the lockout. Uh, I would take Trevor's story. Easy. Yes. Um, the Red Sox, Blue Jays, and Yankees are pursuing Seiya Suzaki. Suzaki. Uh, Boston is intent on landing Suzaki, according to a few people in the game. Uh, the Red Sox view him as a right field replacement for Hunter Renfro, who the club traded to Milwaukee on December 1st. Meanwhile, the Blue Jays are in the hunt for additional offense after Marcus uh, Seam reported uh, left free agency. It's unclear uh, where the Yankees could uh, put Suzuki, but if it offers uh, defensive rest in the outfield, um, Suzuki's coming off a strong nine-year career overseas where he slashed 315, 414, 570 for the Hershey uh, crop of Nepal professional baseball. The 27-year-old hit 317, 433, 369, 38 home runs. Uh, MLB teams are allowed to bid on uh, Suzuki until December 22nd. Um, Can they, though? 
What? With the lockout, can they still bid on? Yeah, they still can bid on them. Yeah. Oh uh, wait, before but the labor. Oh no, it. Uh, they can't because the um, labor, freeze. <coughs> That's what I thought. Forgot what I was gonna say. Well, the Red Sox got rid of Renfro, so maybe they think they have him in the bag. Um, he did follow a bunch of Red Sox players in the Red Sox on Instagram, but that doesn't mean anything though. Who do you follow? I don't remember. Oteki Okojima. I uh, know he followed uh, the Red Sox. I think he followed Bolgarts, Devers, and a few other people. Jaden Martinez, but th that doesn't mean anything, though. He could be just following those guys just to do it. You remember that guy? Remember that picture? Yeah. Becky Okojima. She's not the guy that they signed in 2013. You're going crazy. No, that was Uwahara. Oh, I remember that guy. Yeah, he was up on him like, just a few years ago. He, the way he would pitch, he would snap his head. And also, David Ortiz, I have faith Kurt Schengel will be selected to the uh, Hall of Fame this year. Um, David Ortiz believes Schilling will be uh, elected to Cooperstown in his final uh, turn on the writer's ballot, despite the former public pitcher's wishes to remain removed from the um, consideration. Every time I think about what he did in 2004, I would pay, I would pay what I didn't have to uh, play with a teammate like that, Ortiz said. Ortiz... Uh, who's making his debut in the Hall of Fame ballot this winter, added that his has faith Schilling on the uh, podium next July. Schilling enjoyed a dominant 20-year career on the mound, uh, prime with the Red Sox, Diamondbacks, and Phillies. Didn't he play for the uh, Orioles, too, but it was short? He authored yeah, 300 strikeouts. Uh, 300, <coughs> 300 strikeout seasons twice. Led the majors innings pitch while uh, his 3,116 strikeouts ranked 15th. Uh, he was uh, one of the best posting pitchers of all time after posting 2.23 ERA, including the playoffs and winning three World Series titles. Um, Schindler is prepared to be making strides in his recent Hall of Fame voters. Generate, I need water. <clears throat> Again, a new high, 71.1% uh, on last year's ballot. But RSC's uh, public support of the generous 16th instruction in Washington, D.C. led many Hall of Fame voters to drop their support of the candidates. Uh, some even went as far um, to ask their ballots back. Uh, Schindler requested that his name to be removed from the writer's ballot after he was not elected this past January. In his ninth year, um, the Baseball Writers Association of America denied his request and is including him on the 22 ballot. Um, He's not going to get in. No. So he'll be for, if he goes in, he would want the dime backs on his hat, which I don't blame him. Is that what he said? Yeah. You know, part if it was me, I'd pick the Red Sox. I mean, we. I think he did a lot more with the Red Sox than Diamondbacks, but that's me. But he spent more of his career with the Diamondbacks. True. Uh, anyways, guys, uh, I'm done the podcast. So I really, really hope you guys enjoyed it. I know it was all over the place, but you will hear Ryan and I next Saturday, live during the Patriots and Colts game. I'm just kidding. Have a good weekend, guys.